I always was like, okay, well, I'm just going to keep my head down and, you know, do, do my thing and not tell anyone, right? But once you do put it out into the universe, it's a whole different ball game, you know, for a couple of different reasons, for just for that law of attraction purpose, for, I think even for accountability as well, too. You know, I started working with that recently, too. And then, you know, you're just going to, you're going to do it because if you said it, I think you put it out there and you want to make sure you also go to your word and you achieve it or you do it. Welcome back to Mindset Mastery. My guest today, all the way from the USA, is Chris Dvorak. We are talking all about goal setting, being accountable, and putting systems in place to help us reach those goals. Chris heads up the team behind the Get Shit Done calendar and community, inspiring others to achieve their daily, weekly, yearly, and long-term goals with accountability and good habits. In this episode, we're going to discuss the law of attraction, breaking down our daily systems to achieve great outcomes, and the power of simply writing our goals down. So strap in, grab your coffee, and let's get into it. All the way from Orange County, California. How are you, Chris? I am doing well. How are you doing today? Very good. Thank you. Thanks for coming on Mindset Mastery. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just uh, a little bit of a time difference between us. Yeah, I know. We had a bit of trouble getting here, but we got it done. We got shit done. So yeah. that's what we're here to talk about. <laughs> a, little, a little pitch there. We did. Yeah. So your product, the Get Shit Done Calendar, I guess it's kind of self-explanatory what the idea is, but just tell me what is it all about? Yeah, absolutely. So it's a calendar to write goals on. And there's a lot of data behind writing it down on a, you know, with a pen and paper versus like, you know, an app, um, or just saying it out loud. So the design, the colors, the size of it, in addition to how we spelled the word shit, (laughs) um, with the hashtag and the exclamation point. So we did some research and we kind of want to make it very modern looking, you know, potentially millennial-ish as well. So that's, that's the, uh, the calendar for you. Awesome. And where did this idea come from? Okay, so I stumbled into a Target one day looking for a calendar for myself. And that's kind of where I got the aha moment from. You know, I, I think a lot of people, you see these shows and their inventions, their ideas, and it always stems from, you know, can I make this better, faster, or, you know, something towards that extent. So I went into a Target to get a calendar for myself, and this was middle middle of the year. Uh, I want to say maybe July or August, and I ended up paying full price for a calendar, which uh, only had a few months left on it. So that kind of was like, ah, that was kind of weird. Didn't feel too good about that. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's how we have no we have no dates on our calendar. So if you bought it in the middle of June you would have 52 full weeks because it's a weekly calendar to write your goals on it. You know, so that was one thing I wanted to nip in the butt right away. No dates on the calendar. And then obviously I think a lot of people in 2020 right now just might not want to look at their 2020 calendar. (laughs) Yep. Absolutely. (laughs) 2020 can't get any worse right now. Holy shit. Uh (laughs) So, and then just, uh, you know, the index it's an index card size so it's four by six so if you kind of listen to a lot of um goal related and motivational related 
podcasts, music, YouTube videos, you know, you keep those visible at all times. So this could be kept in your pocket. This could be kept in your purse, on your nightstand. And I actually have a couple like taped to my wall. I have like a little dry erase board as well too. So you always see it and it's a constant reminder. So what's your intention for the way you want people to write their goals? Like, do you want to write weekly goals or like big, small goals? What is um, the way you want people to use the product? That's a great question. I have a couple different ways, actually. And I've kind of experienced this just throughout using it myself. So the one way would be for the week. So it says, this week I will. So you could write down something related to health, something related to fitness. It could be work. You know, this week I will ask my boss for a raise, you know, so that's very, you got to do it by the end of the week. And if you're bringing that, that, that index card size goal with you to work, you know, like if you don't do it by Thursday or Friday, you're going to be like, Oh man, I really got to hit my boss up for that, for that raise, you know, but then the other way there's seven lines on it. And we actually designed that purposely. So if you did want to do Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and just write a specific goal for each week or for each day. And then I kind of just made one for the year. So I had like a big goal, you know, on there, like a really big goal. Um, I have that posted too. So you could do it a couple different ways, but I thought about it as like a fun get shit done logo, get shit done calendar. So, you know, there's a lot of hard work to go into things, whether it's, it's, it's working out, health, fitness, business. So I'm always on the fun side, but on the motivational side as well, too. Mm-hmm. And I've seen on your social media, you have a bit of a community around the hashtag get shit done calendar. So tell me about that in regards to holding accountability and just having kind of a support network as well around you while you're setting and working towards these goals. Yeah, that's huge. You know, initially when I first thought of a calendar, you know, if you bought a calendar from someone else or from, you know, the store, you know, would anyone ever talk to you ever again? (laughs) No. Would, would, (laughs) would, you know, would a founder like reach out to you and be like, Hey, you said you were going to do this this week. How are you making that? You know? So the accountability portion of it definitely works. And then I'm like, okay, well, hashtags, right? So I'm thinking about a hashtag and if everyone did the hashtag and that grows and builds the community, that's what it's all about. And everyone helping everyone. Mm, mm, yeah, that's awesome. So you also mentioned at the start just about writing things down, how that's more powerful than just saying them out loud. So um, can you talk to me a bit about um, the idea behind that and what the difference is when we actually write our thoughts down to just saying them to ourselves? Yeah, we could break it down a couple different ways, but I'll give you the example as very, very simple with like the grocery store. (laughs) I know personally, if I don't go to the grocery store without a list on my phone or a list on a piece of paper, like, I get out of there and I come home. I'm like, oh man, I missed like six things on that. Mm-hmm. You know? So <laughs> of course, you know, writing things, writing it down, it's visible, right? And it's a, it's a reminder. So whether it's a goal, whether it's, you know, bananas or apples, <laughs> write it down, you see it and it's a constant reminder. And that constant reminder is going to help you 
drive the results or drive the process to get to there. Mm. And there's also a lot of research and ideas behind writing with a pen and a paper rather than making a note on your phone or whatever. Um, Do you know anything about that in regards to um, how that changes the way we perceive the goal or the thoughts? Yes. I want to say physically writing your goals down gives you a 42% increase for you to likely to, to achieve that goal. So You know, there's a lot of you, there's a lot of research and data and science behind that. So it does something in your brain when you physically write it with a pen, pencil on paper, you know, and it makes it that much more important in your brain. So then when you go throughout your week, go go throughout your day, it's 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 in there. You might not know it, but it is totally in there. Mm, mm, yeah, that's that's so interesting. I mean, like to, just to hit, you know, just to hit that point home you know, I'm a big data guy. I'm a sports guy. Right. So if you told me do this and this will help you by 42% to lose the weight, get the job, like you wouldn't do that. You know, mm, it seems like a no brainer. Really? I would imagine. I would imagine. So I would imagine. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would you say there are right and wrong ways to set your goals in the wording or in the time frame? Or is it really up to the individual person? Yeah, I've heard I've heard a lot on that. You know, I, I've I've heard you know it has to be the the specific and the smart goals with. And I think that definitely helps, but I think it would come down to the person, you know. But I do believe you do have to have some kind of data on there, right? So you can't just write, oh, I'm going to do this, and then you just let that fly into the wind and you look back at it three years later and you're like, okay, well, didn't make any progress in three years. It just, it makes you get there quicker, you know? Um, Mm. You know, like if you're, if you're in your apartment, in your house, you're like, okay, well, I'm going to clean my room by next week. You know, I think most of us would not get that room cleaned until like next (laughs) Friday. Uh huh. And if I said, okay, well, I'm going to clean my room by tomorrow, 3 p.m you'll probably get it done quicker. And then if you say, I'll probably clean my room or I will clean my room, should I say by 3 p.m. today? Well, I just cleaned my room by 2.45 today because I said that and I wrote it down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, absolutely. So how do you set your goals? So I have, uh, going back to your question from earlier, I have three different mm-hmm. ones currently that are uh, for the week, kind of for like a big goal. But then I also made myself like a July challenge. Mm-hmm. So I use the seven lines on my calendar and I have different, different goals on there for networking, uh, for fitness, for diet. Um, so I'm, I kind of have that posted up and I, I walk past it like every time I go in my room. So I, I cannot see it. And then I check it to make sure I do that every day. Mm-hmm. And then I'm doing that whole challenge for July. So I can cross off all of those. So I'm working out like, for example, it's 30 minutes per day. So every single day for the, for the full month of July, I have to get a workout in. It could be 30 minutes for run. It could be 30 minutes for, for weights. Mm-hmm. So then I see it. And then once I do that habit, then it, it just forms a lot easier, you know, and then I could see how the progress made and it worked. Did it work for July or did it not work? And then I can, you know, change it as well too. Mm-hmm. And what's, what's your bigger goal that you have up there? 
So to, to put it out into the universe, right? And like law of attraction. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. My dad and my, my mom and my dad are back home in New Jersey. Mm -hmm. My dad is a big car guy. So he enjoys his Corvettes. He's always had like a 70, 72, 71. He's never had a brand mm -hmm. new Corvette. He's never had a brand new Corvette. Yeah. So I've been on this kick as a, you know, now a, a 35 year old and my dad's like, you know, 60 plus is to surprise him with a brand new Corvette by the end of 2021. That's awesome. That's a great goal. With like a, you know, like the bow on it in New Jersey. Like I kind of knock on his door and like, he'll be like, who that, what, it's 7 p.m. Who the hell's banging on the door right now? <laughs> yeah. That is the big, big, big goal for myself. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So you've got your big goal. What steps, and this goes for, for any goal, you've got the big one. What kind of steps do you need to take next to first stay motivated yeah. and not look at it as if it's a big mountainous task, yeah. you know, breaking it down into little steps to, to get there? Yeah, so it's, it's, it's the baby steps to get there and it's uh, trusting the process. Right. So mm -hmm. you could break that down even further. So say the brand new Corvette was, you know, like $60,000. Okay. So $60,000 saved <laughs> in whatever amount of time, how much is that per month? You know? So, okay. It's, it's 5,000 per month for the next, for the next year. Right. So then I could track it per month. Did I make, make and meet my $5,000 goal this month? And then, okay, for August, I need to save $5,000. And now I have $10,000 by the end of August. So like you can like track it and then see if you're on pace for it as well too. And once you break it down like that, it definitely helps versus just like, oh, wow, where am I getting $60,000 from? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Breaking it down, making it easier step yeah. by step. Oh, slightly, slightly easier. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so I think the biggest thing with goals as well is staying motivated to get there. Do you have any strategies or um, advice for how to stay motivated with your goals? I do. Absolutely. You know, I think for myself, there's a, there's a couple things. So like that one main goal is for my dad, you know, I, so I just think about like how my parents gave to me as a kid. My dad's bringing me to baseball practice and soccer practice, picking me up late from school and you're like, okay, well, like, you know, dad was busting his ass, owned a business, worked late hours, you know, helped out with, with college and all these things. So, like, wouldn't it be really, really nice, really, really cool to, like, to give back to your parents, you know? So, I think mm -hmm. if it's something to that extent, that's, that's, you know, that's a great way to keep it, I, you know, really close to yourself. And, you know, maybe if there was a different goal, okay, so if it's a fitness thing, well, maybe if you're, you know, worried about your health, you then you can say that that drives your health and that drives you living longer. And if you have a kid, maybe that could, you know, help you live longer to spend more time with your son or your daughter. Mm, so finding the thing that I probably almost means more to you than the goal itself. Yeah. To keep you motivated. Spot on. So I, I think they, they call that in the industry or in the business, like find your why, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. is it, your son, your daughter, your family—is it—is it financial freedom? Is it helping others? 
you know, what is that? And I think once you find that out, it comes a lot more naturally. Yeah, definitely. And you also mentioned before about trusting the process. Yeah. So let's, let's talk about that. What does that mean? Okay. So I'll give you a sports analogy again here too. So big sports, big sports fan over here. Yeah. So, you know, there's a team in the NBA called the Philadelphia 76ers and they have a saying called trust the process. Right. And they had a process of just, of just dra- drafting high first round picks. And, you know, if they kept on doing that, it would pay off. So, you know, the process, if you have a process every morning of waking up before your alarm or not with an alarm at 6.30, drinking, you know, a cup of water, running for five miles, coming back, having a healthy, you know, yogurt, protein shake afterwards, journaling, you know, then getting into the shower and going to work and then coming home, you know, working on your side business, posting on Instagram and networking. If you did that process every single day and were true to it for months, months going on years, I mean, it's just a matter of time and those dividends will pay dividends, you know, going forward. So if I drank water every day, I ran every single morning, well then in 30 days, I'm five pounds lighter and then my dress pants fit a little nicer going to work. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I read a lot about, you know, goal setting, motivational habits, and there's a really great quote that I keep on my wall as well, actually. And it says, we do not rise to the level of our goals. We fall to the level of our systems. Yeah. So the goal is there to keep us on track and give us direction. But if we don't have the systems in place, to reach that goal, then, you know, we may never get there or we may get there incredibly slowly. Correct. Because I think if you break that goal down and how you get to that goal, it's the process, right? And if Mm. you have a process in place, whether it's like a workflow at work, it's a practice with your, with your football team or whatever it is, when you really drill down and dig deep, people with great processes, and you can make fun of probably like Warren Buffett who like wakes up and eats an egg McMuffin for, you know, every single morning of his life and still, you know, rents a 99.99 hotel room and doesn't splurge. Like he has a process and obviously it works somehow. So I think once you see that social proof, you know, from different people online or athletes or celebrities or motivational, you know, speakers, you're like, well, if that works for them and you start trying it, you just got to stick to it for, you know, that 30, 60 days. And then once you start seeing those baby steps and those results, you're like, oh, this does work. And then you turn up the heat on it, you turn up the volume, and then you just keep continuing it and it it does work. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So what about the people that you have around you in your community? Do you think it's easier to reach your goals if you have the support network around you or the people more so that have the same um, ideas and goals that you have? I do. It's definitely positive to have a great network of friends. So for example, I have all my good buddies and high school and college friends from New Jersey, New York, um, and Philadelphia area. So they're, so you, you, you know, your time difference to me They're they are three hours ahead of me. So mm-hmm they all wake up in the morning and they, we have a group chat. So they're all going crazy with this text messaging and 
what happened in, you know, the weekend, you know, what's going on in the stock market, you know, what's going on with their family. A couple of them have kids now. So I wake up and I'm like, you know, 88 messages behind here. just trying to try, (laughs) but it's all positivity. You know, everyone congratulates each other. My one buddy just got a a master's in, in data mining. So we really, you know, so congratulations. That's really cool. You know, but then we made fun of him a little bit as well too. Like, you know, Hey, I got some data questions for you, bud. Can you, can you do this? For, you know, but it's all positivity. So, you know, if someone's running, someone's, you know, in real estate, you know, we're all helping and motivating each other. So definitely it 1000%, you need a great group of friends, but then also accountability for of it as well too. So we're definitely doing screenshots in the group, you know, to say if we worked out or if we ran today or, or you know, different things. And that holds that level of accountability even higher. Mm, yeah, accountability. And I think it's probably the main thing we all struggle with that I struggle with if it comes to fitness, if it comes to things that I'll say I'm going to do in my head. But as soon as I tell someone I'm going to yeah. do it or writing it down, yeah. I think that just brings the accountability up to the next level. Yeah, it's not always fun because if you, if you know, if you told me something and then I was like, oh, how are you working out with that? You know, you're like, shit, you remember, right? But like, then you got to do it. And the vice versa, if you said that to me, it would, you know, it's not like a, you're not calling me out, but it's like a positive, you know, accountability. So then I would do it, right? I, I But I don't think a lot of, I don't think everyone, that's right for everyone you know, but it definitely drives results. So if you mm-hmm. want the results, there's, there's a way to do it, you know? So, Hey, Hey Bob, I'm just checking in with you. You know, you said to me last week, you were going to run a six minute mile. So what was your time this week? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, what's the response and then, okay, well, if it didn't work great, well, what are you going to do next week to make sure you bring that time down? Well, you know, what else are you going to try? You know, how stretching, you know, talk to me about your, your, your pre and your post workout plan, you know, what, what do you want to do to get there? And then, you know, just check in with progress to, to see where you are. Mm, yeah, definitely. And when you're, um, we'll take the, the six minute mile, for example, and if you're just not hitting your goal every week, rather than, you know, getting down on yourself about it all the time, looking at it as if it's not a failure and restructuring that and restructuring your process to achieve that goal better next week and almost saying like it's okay if you don't quite get there as long as you're learning something or growing from whatever happened that week so even if you're not hitting a six minute mile okay you were at six minutes and 30 seconds last week now you're at 625 now you're at 619 if you can make that progress that's great but maybe if you don't have a a bad maybe you don't you don't have a growing week then you go okay we can sit back and just understand that's it's this is a tough goal that's that's not that's not an easy goal so you know try something new you know maybe reach out to some you know marathon or some sprint runners do some research on improving a time you know it's not going to happen overnight but you know over the course of three four months you'll see what you did in in may what your mile time was and then now if you look at at the end of august you're gonna be like wow it, that's a huge improvement, you know, so it'll get there. It's just not always going to happen. You're not going to have a Ferrari tomorrow morning and then you're not going to run a six minute mile tomorrow morning, you know? 
Absolutely. Do you think it's important to take note of all those milestones? Because when, say, we started a goal back in January and we haven't quite got there by July, but there's all this progress there that I think we sometimes forget about. Yeah. And you forget where you actually started. Yes, you have to. You have to. So when you, once you move the needle on that, I think in your mind, because that needle doesn't move really, really quickly or really, really, you know, like the way you want it to. So you have to write down and put those notes or take photos of whatever you're doing to see that progress. So I'll give you an example. Have you ever heard of the challenge? It's called hashtag 75 hard. No. Okay. So it's pretty wild. I saw it on, uh, on the internet and it's a, it's a hashtag. So you can look it up and you'll find a, a ton with it. So it's 75 days straight of two workouts a day. Both are over 45 minutes. One has to be outside. Mm -hmm. 128 ounces of water in a day. Read 10 pages of a self-help book or a business book per day. Um, follow a diet. It can be kind of just any kind of diet, but just follow a diet with no alcohol. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. to kind of go back to your point about the progress and the progression, you have to take a, like a self, like a, a cell or a picture in the mirror every morning for the 75 days too. Right. So guys would do this without like a shirt on, you know what I'm saying? Um, girl mm -hmm. sports bra or whatever. Um, but to go back to that progression, right. So I now have, so I just finished this challenge. I have like 75 photos of, of myself and then like I didn't think I made a lot of progress but then I went, went back to the first couple of weeks of the photos and then I did a, I actually put a side by side together I was I was actually very very impressed that's awesome that sounds yeah. like a really intense challenge how'd you go with that so it was a they consider that a mental toughness challenge to kind of go into like your mindset and your, your podcast and different things so mm. definitely take a look at it it was um it was tough, but I did it. And then I sent a lot of like screenshots to like my group, my group chat, you know, and they kind of asked me how I was doing with it. What day are you on? I'm like, I'm on day 46, man. Holy hell. And then day 50, 60, 70. And then, you know, finally it was 74, 75. And then I actually it rolled right into my birthday. So I finally had a cocktail on a day like 76. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Great timing. But not a lot of people can go through to it because if you, if you mess up or forget to do one of those, you know, items in a day, you got, you got to start all over again. Right. So I really okay. plan my day and really like stick to it. I, so I worked out in the morning before work. I usually ran for 45 minutes and then I came home and I always did dumbbells in my apartment for 45 minutes. Mm. Um, I have a, like a shaker I drink out of for water and it's a 20 ounce, you know, shaker. So I always did, you know, like seven of these, no matter what throughout the day. And then in addition to the water I drank at work, I put my book next to my nightstand. So I always remembered to read the 10 pages of a book. So like I didn't miss that step. And then I set an alarm on my phone right when I got up in the morning to take, to take a selfie. And then I got to put a check mark next to it. So I know I did it, you know? Um, and then like, I literally didn't have a potato chip for 75 days. So, wow. <laughs> it look, yeah. Looking back at the progress, it's, it's really interesting. And if, if I didn't take those photos, I wouldn't have thought 
I made that much, that much progress. So to really knock your point out again, you have to write the progress down because you will amaze yourself and then your confidence and your, you know, your thought process is like, wow, it's, it really did work. Yeah. Yeah. That's really important. And just, um, what you were doing with your systems to get to the goal, you have your water there, you have the reminder, you have the book and would you say you really made it as easy as you could to follow through with all the things you had to do every day? Yeah, that I think is like the dummy proof way for me not to forget. Mm. Put these systems in place so then I cannot forget to, you know? So I have like this little app on my phone that sends an alarm to me. I got, like I said, that, that, that shaker, that's 20 ounces. So if I count those per day, and then I have, a, I have a water machine at work, like right next to my desk. So I make sure I got over there like five, six times and they're plastic cups. So then I, I can count them like in the garbage can. And I, I kind of get an idea of the math right off the bat of how I'm doing for water. I mean, I'm going to the bathroom literally like every 10, 15 minutes for the first three hours at work. Um, but, you know, those are things you got to put in place because then if you don't, you know, like, I had a couple of days where I, I almost forgot or I either, I maybe got busy at work. Right. And then I like, I literally, I think chugged like 30 ounces of water before bed one night. Cause I'm like, Oh, I'm not letting, I'm not letting it stop right now. There's no way in hell. Right. I'm like, just, I'm just, I'm, I'm going to have to take a piss at, at 3am, but I'm like, who cares? I'm knocking this water out, chugged it, filled up another half and just down the hatch. Yep. Getting it done. Yeah. So <laughs> would you say it got easier the closer you got to the end? One, yes, because those habits were like instilled in me and then it became muscle memory. Do you still have the habits now? I, I do, uh, not as intense. So like I said, I, I made a kind of a, a different challenge for July for me, but I definitely kept those up, you know, because they did work and I felt great mentally. And then obviously, you know, the physical aspect of it worked out better as well, too, because I didn't I didn't think I could, you know, do certain things for that long. And it, it worked out. So after that, like your your mental state and your confidence is, is through the roof, you know, so I, I got to give it an applause. Yeah, that's awesome. And describe to me your mental state beforehand, during, after the challenge. You know, so a couple of things on the challenge, like the, the no alcohol, it wasn't too bad because we were like in the middle of everything shut down anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect, you know, um, but I had a couple of times where I was around some friends and then we did even like a virtual happy hour with my buddies from back east and they're like, oh man, you can't do a virtual cheers. So I'm like, no, I can't do it with you. I can't even have a beer right now. Relax, guys. I'll do it to you in like 17 more days, okay? Mm -hmm. um, that wasn't too bad for me. The, the two workouts over 45 minutes, like that was, pretty, that was pretty intense and just to how to get that, you know, really down packed. So like I said, I did one in the morning and I just ran for 45 minutes and, you know, that's about four to five miles you know, at, at that, at that pace. And then literally, I just know when I came home and, you know, got your work clothes on, I can't sit down. Right. So immediately throw off my dress pants, put on my shorts, blast my music on Spotify, set my timer for 45 minutes, grab my dumbbells, take a shot of pre-workout if I need it. You know, I, you get to knock that out right away. Cause I sit down 
shower, eat, get comfortable. It's, it was not happening, you know? Mm, game over. <laughs> it, it, exactly. Game over, challenge over. <laughs> so obviously at Mindset Mastery, we believe that mindset is everything. If you're looking at achieving a new goal or, you know, really getting anything done, um, what's your take on mindset and what kind of reading or people do you follow in that area? Yeah. Uh, mindset is everything. It's a very powerful tool, powerful muscle. So just like if you're working out your arms or your legs at the gym, you know, requires lifting and it, it, it's tough. It hurts. <laughs> you know, sometimes it's even annoying, but if you do it every day, um, it will strengthen and help yourself out. I follow personally, I think, what one of my biggest followers for that mental aspect of it and law of attraction, I guess you can go to as well with it is Conor McGregor from the UFC. Mm -hmm. So he, he is the top, you know, grossing moneymaker UFC of all time. He's held, he's mm -hmm. held, held two different belts at 145 pounds and 155 pounds. Mm -hmm. And if you go onto YouTube, you can get this video YouTube video of him of like, I don't know, seven, eight years ago when he's kind of like a kid or a younger, younger Connor. And he's like in his little Irish accent, you know, he's like, believe me one day I will be a UFC champion, you know? And you're like, okay, buddy. Right. But he just, he speaks so much about like visualizing it and then the feeling and just, it, it, you can see it. And that he, he calls knockouts and, you know, he, he is 1,000% behind that mindset of law of attraction and visualization, you know. So I'm like, well, if that works for him, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get on that bandwagon and try these different, you know, tools and exercises myself. And just on the law of attraction as well, I don't know about you, but I do a lot of journaling work or I get up and I before I start my day, write down, you know, some kind of affirmation for the day or goal or, or something just to put it out there, you yeah. know? Um, but also, um, like you said, Connor does, would say it out loud saying, yeah. you know, one day I'm going to be this. Do you think there's a lot in saying it out loud and expressing it to other people? You know what? At first I did not. However, I saw his success from that. And I really, truly believe it now because once you do put it out into the universe, it's a whole different ball game, you know, and for a couple of different reasons, for just for that law of attraction purpose, for, I think even for accountability as well, too. You know, I always was like, OK, well, I'm just going to keep my head down and, you know, do, do my thing and not tell anyone. Right. Mm. But then I saw the success and how he was, he's, you know, it's kind of like, you know, you either love him or you probably hate him. You know, it could be kind of obnoxious sometimes, but you got to give him a lot of props. He came from nothing in Ireland. Um, mm. And obviously he has pretty much everything right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I started working with that recently too. And then, you know, you're just going to, you're going to do it because if you said it, I think you put it out there and you want to make sure you also go to your word and you achieve it or you do it. Mm hmm. And do you have any mindset practices yourself that you do daily or weekly? Yeah. So I try to do my visualization before bed. How about, how about yourself? Yeah. Before bed as well. Um, a bit of writing in the morning and then a bit of visualization at the end of the day. 
Okay. Yeah. So I, I started that the writing too and the journaling. I mean, my handwriting is terrible, like <laughs> absolutely terrible. As uh, long as you can read it. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I read it, right? I guess I should be like a doctor or something. But yeah, so yeah I'm start the journaling. The journaling. Actually, that's part of my challenge for July is to do that every mm-hmm. every day. So so far so good. I have that done. But then the visualization at night. So I've really. I've kind of listened to even like some of the Connor, the Connor videos on YouTube about visualizing and like the intensity of the feeling. It's easy to do it when things are going good, but he all, he always, you know, really embraced like when it's going bad, that's when you really need to, to practice it and to visualize the good when you're not having a great day or when it's not going in your favor. Cause that's when it really works. Hmm. Yeah. So that, that, that really hit home, you know, cause you know, when you're on a good one, you know, you're working out, you know, whatever the case was, and you're like, ah, oh, this, this is easy. I got this right. I can, I can sell a thousand calendars this month. It'll be in target next week. My calendar, right. I'm, yeah. I, I totally got this. Right. And then, you know, you got a bad day. You're sick. You slept in, you didn't go to the gym and you're like, oh shit, this is a little harder than it looks, you know, but then you forget to visualize, you forget that confidence. So I think I know, Personally, I have to practice that for myself, um, but that's what I—that's what I'm going to be, be working on going forward. Mm, yeah, awesome. So, one more question, um, just about failure. How do you perceive if you haven't reached the goal? How do you perceive failure and moving forward from that? It's definitely a learning process. You know, so I think if you look at anyone successful, they always say they have like, you know, 17 failed companies before their, their first one. So as long as you learn from your lessons, it's not the end of the world. You can't take that super, super hard on yourself. Grab what you can from it and then move on. Um, a Conor McGregor quote, here's another one. So people, like Conor's kind of <laughs> McGregor. Um, he goes, I don't lose. I learn. Mm, yeah, that's a great one. <clears throat> you know, it's tough, you know, because then you, you do your, I think a lot of people are hard on themselves and then you're like, shit, man, I thought I had to figure it out. That didn't work out. Or, you know, I thought this was a great idea. No one's buying the calendar now. Yeah, but so, you know, just, just practice, put in the work, you know, keep your processes going and be consistent. And then, you know, I think, you know, I think th- things will come. Mm, mm, absolutely. So if people want to get involved with the Get Shit Done calendar community, um, what can they do and what can they expect? Yes, absolutely. You can find us on the gram IG, mm-hmm. Get Shit Done calendar. Please send us a DM. I, I will say I'm pretty fast on responding on the DMs. I think that's the East Coast of me coming out like Someone asks a question, like I'm going to answer to them or I'm going to get back to them. So feel free to ask us any questions. If you want a custom goal made, we can give you a little shout out on our, on our growing page right now. And then you can see our calendar as well. So we have, we have our link in the bio for the website. My cousin Kevin designed it. So Michael, Chris, and Kevin. Um, Michael holds us to our process. Kevin is our, our web guy and our logo guy, which is really, really well because I couldn't do any of that stuff. So we have, we have an awesome team. Um, I handle the Instagram. So I'm Chris, like I said, so you can find us, tag us um, or DM. 
Awesome. Awesome. And we'll put some links in the show notes so you can check it out. It sounds like you've got a good team there. Um, Tell me a bit more about that dynamic and how everything came together with the product. Yeah. So my buddy, Michael, we're friends from New Jersey. We worked together previously uh, back East. And when I moved to California, we always probably chat, you know, I usually call him on my day off and we would just catch up on things. But then we always, always at some point in the conversation, we had a business conversation and, you know, he had ideas and I had ideas and we were always just kind of talk about them and what could we do? What could we make better just in general? And then finally, like this calendar idea hit and he loved it. I loved it. So we rolled with that. And then my cousin, Kevin, um, he's cousins with me. He's a year younger. Uh, he's a graphic designer. So I don't know how to do anything in that aspect. So I think to bring the team part of it around, you know, I, I reach out to him. I'm like, Hey, uh, how do you do this? Or set this up, please on ship station. And, uh, can you make the colors this please? You know, it's probably like freaking Chris He's killing me right now with all these damn things to do. Um, you know, the index card size, we have a thicker paper on our calendar. So if you do fold it up, it's a little better in your wallet or in your purse. I'm like, can you reach out to this printing company? They're asking me questions about the card stock. I'm like, I don't know anything about that. So, you know, I think you're always here in business. You know, you don't always have to be the smartest person in the room, but you know, as long as you surround yourself with other smart people or smart people on your team, like, you know, you can be successful. Yeah, just bringing all those different skills together to create something great. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Do you have a final message about how we can get shit done? (laughs) Sure. Uh, Write it down on our calendar. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. (laughs) You know what? You got to have some fun with it, right? So get a good group of friends, have some fun with it challenge yourself challenge others take photos screenshot stuff write it down and then it'll it'll happen you know so i always believe like i was telling you earlier you know you got to have some fun with with the motivation you know you can go so hard so hard so hard so hard but you got to be able to laugh at yourself at some point or make a joke of it or have your friend you know have your friends call you out on it like hey we're doing a happy hour and i can't even cheers you because you're on a diet you know so um i think that's the main thing And if you enjoy what you're doing, you know, it's not really work. Yep. That's awesome advice. Awesome. Chris, thank you so much for all your stories and um, your advice on goal setting. And it was great to have you on the show. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you very much for having us and working with our time difference over here in California. Yeah. Yeah. It was very exciting. It's my first international episode. And now I know the challenges of doing the time difference, but it's an absolute pleasure to have you on. So thank you. What's your goal this week? Is it fitness related, business related, relationship orientated? Write it down. Keep it in your wallet, on your bedside table, make it the lock screen on your phone. Or check out the link in the description to get your own Get Shit Done calendar. Whatever it is, keep it visible and say it out loud as often as you can. If you enjoyed the episode today, share it with one friend you think would also benefit from what we talked about. As always, thanks for joining us. And remember, we are only limited by what we believe we are limited.